today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. TD Bank, just the latest to come out with uh, a report in regards to the new minimum wage increase. They say the $15 minimum wage could cost the economy up to 90,000 jobs. Are we hearing more pros than cons or cons than pros to the minimum wage uh, increase? Uh, how do we wade through all of this? To bring in, uh, Let's bring in Marvin Ryder, business professor at the Group School of Business, McMaster University. He is with us now. Marvin, thanks for the time. Uh, always appreciated. Um, it seems we are hearing a lot of negative about this. Right. Uh, is this balancing out? Uh, is this, is this uh, worth it? Is it good for Ontario? Or, or is this uh, big business, is this business ca- uh, crying wolf? Yeah, well, there's a lot in that little question you asked. So let me start here. Are we getting a balance. No, you're hearing much more negative news of late uh, for two reasons. First, the uh, deadline, if you will, of increasing to $14 an hour is January 1st. This is more or less October 1st. So as time is running out, those people who want to either stop it or slow it down have increased the pressure on the government. Those people who are in favor of this, they don't really feel they need to make a case for a couple of reasons. First, Premier Wynne has said this is going to happen, so they don't need to try to change your mind. Uh, as well, they feel that uh, since it's going to happen, they're going to sit back and bask in whatever glow happens after the fact. Those people who are raising the stakes on this have, have chosen to increasingly shout, and they shout louder and louder, and they will continue to shout until there really is absolutely a point of no return. Now, just to be clear on this, the bill that increases the minimum wage has received first reading in our provincial parliament. It is scheduled to get second reading any time now. It could be this week, it could be next week, and then third reading is done. It's a done deal. So over the summer, they've been collecting feedback. You've had lots of feedback. The hope is that they might make the, provi- the provincial liberals might make some changes in the bill before second reading. No sign of that. If there are no changes in second reading, it's highly, highly, highly unusual there'd be any changes before third reading. So there will come a point in time where the shouting is likely going to stop when they can't change it, but because they feel they've got that window, that's why they're yelling at the moment. Is this about increasing the minimum wage, Marvin, or is it the speed in which it's being done? Well, that's a very good question. So there certainly are people out there who've been arguing against this, uh, that this is just a bad ID, period, full stop. Increasingly what we're hearing, and this is true of both, say, the the uh, TD report that you spoke of, but also one released by the Chambers of Commerce, is to say, we like the idea, but you're doing it too fast. Slow it down. Implement it rather than by 2019. Implement it by, say, 2021. Just give us a little more time to do this. Uh, and we're in a better shape that way. So will the government listen to that? I mean, obviously the Financial Accountability Office has also stepped up on this point. Are they listening? So I'm going to say no for two reasons. First, uh, uh, Kathleen Wynne is concerned about next June's provincial election. Uh, I think she sees this almost as one of her legacy issues. And so if she were to uh, slow this down and, let's say, on January 1st, take the minimum wage to, to $12 an hour or 11.50 or something like that, and then say all the future increases are scheduled for January 1st of 192021, and then she's not reelected next June, uh, no guarantee that the next, go- next government uh, elected won't reverse all of this. And she doesn't want it reversed. She wants this to be part of her legacy. The second side of this, which is political, is uh, she's hoping that people who, um, I guess I'll say it this like this way, who view the world in more liberal terms, in this case small L liberal terms, 
will see her as a champion, and they'll say, well, gosh, now I'm a little conflicted. I wanted to vote her out because of the electricity problems, but now the electricity rates are coming down a bit, and now she's doing this for the poor, and she's doing this for, say, students by reducing tuition for some students. Gosh, you know, I kind of like where she's coming now from social policies, and she's going to give them a reason to reelect her. So there's a lot of political motivation in here to do this and do this quickly and sort of ignore these complaints coming from other people. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.